Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Welcome back to another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. Of course, this is your girl, Stephanie, and today I want to talk about a topic that I'm very passionate about. I thought this would be a really great topic to talk about because starting next week, I am, along with one of my friends, is actually going to go through a detox, mainly because I've noticed that my digestive system has been a little bit off, and I wanted to just kind of go through a nice reset. I'm actually leading a nice um, cleanse, an Ayurvedic cleanse. So if you have been listening to the last couple of episodes of the podcast and we talked about doshas and Ayurveda and yoga and everything else, and you want to take it one step further, I am actually going to be hosting a cleanse in September, in the beginning of fall, to help you really get used to the changing of the seasons. And it's a good time to go through the uh, cleanse process. And that is a Katri cleanse. It's a three-day cleanse and then reintroducing foods. So if that's something that interests you, take a look at the show notes for all the information on how you can be able to participate in that cleanse. So today I wanted to talk about toxic free living. And not just like the food that we consume. And a lot of times when I talk about toxins, it's about the toxins that are in your food. But I want to talk about the products that we actually use around the household. So what we breathe, what we use on our skin, all of these things are still causing toxic overload. And at the end of the day, it's not safe and it's not wise to be able to utilize these products that are causing more harm than good. And I really want to educate you on that because a lot of us have grown up using things like Febreze, which is more, I guess, a little bit more recent, or Tide or Clorox or um, Pine Sol or whatever it may be. And it's really, really, really not safe for you at all. So just because we have seen commercials or seen our parents use a lot of these products and they are on the shelves at a lot of the stores that we go to, Target, um, Walmart, Myers, wherever it may be that you might be buying things, Amazon, which is one of my favorite places to purchase things, doesn't necessarily mean that they are safe for you to use and good for your family. A lot of these things are very toxic, and the only way that you can kind of know that they're somewhat toxic is because they have a warning label on the back, followed by a poison control hotline number that you can call if it's accidentally ingested. And a lot of people are like, well, I'm not ingesting it. Well, you are in a way because you're putting this item on your body. Your body is your largest organ. You're spraying it in the air. You're inhaling it. Still, it's not good for you. So again, 
Just because it's meant for cleaning doesn't mean that it's necessarily healthy for you and your body. Household cleaning products are crammed with a lot of chemicals that aren't fully disclosed and are not approved, and it may be causing a lot more harm to you, your family, your pets, and your loved ones, all of the above than you actually think. It's really quite scary that the average household has about 62, that is 62, 62 toxic chemicals, according to environmental experts. Ingredients in common household cleaners have been linked to asthma, cancer, reproductive order, um, disorders, which I talk about a lot with my clients, is that really making sure that you are not utilizing a lot of these fragrant products because it has things like xenoestrogens in it that can cause a hormone disruption and also cause issues with neurotoxicity. Studies of people who have worked as cleaners have found to have a lot of lung damage, similar to what you would find if someone was smoking about 20 cigarettes a day. So even if you are not a smoker and you're using a lot of these very strong chemicals, not even super strong, but just utilizing a lot of these things to clean your windows and the floor and on the countertops and the bathroom tiles and all this other kind of stuff can be so damaging to you that you might as well just be smoking 20 cigarettes a day. And I'm not telling you to go out there and start smoking a pack of cigarettes at all. And if you have pets or children who are regularly play on the floor, you need to pay really close attention to the type of floor cleaner that you are using. Many of the chemical brand floor cleaners, vapor liners are very, very dangerous. So do your research and find a pet safe floor cleaner, which is also going to be very safe for babies too, or make your own floor cleaner out of natural products so that they know exactly what is in it. A really great way to make this is baking soda. A lot of those powder things that you put on the floor, like on your carpet to help soak up any of the odors and any of the stains. Put a little bit of baking soda and some natural essential oils and then shake it over your carpet. Let it sit for a little bit and then vacuum it up. Other things is that vinegar and water works really, really well to be able to get um, through some of the floor grime. I cleaned a whole entire house that has not been cleaned in 10 years with vinegar and water. It works wonders. So the same thing goes for your surface cleaners and your yard and garden products. you're starting to see a lot of people are talking about going organic. In your garden, you can actually garden, you can actually do a lot of organic stuff. And now you're starting to find like companies such as Miracle Grow actually doing some organic stuff because they realize that people do not want to put all the toxic stuff on their um, plants. So they're now offering organic options. Again, do your due diligence, maybe really, really making sure that you are not spraying your garden with pesticides. Because you don't want your kids to be crawling on it. You don't want your dogs to be chewing on it. And you don't want to be eating a lot of this stuff too. Now, if anyone is likely to be eating off of any of the surfaces, eating any of the food, walking or playing on any of the surfaces, you should try to do your best to ensure that the products that you use to clean that area are free and clear of any harmful toxins. The most accurately dangerous cleaning products are corrosive draining drain cleaner. So those are the things that are like trying to get all of that guck, that hair, that grime that's in your drains and pushing it through. Those can be some of the most dangerous ones. Other ones are oven cleaners and acidic toilet boil cleaners. So these are all things that are very corrosive chemicals that can cause severe burns to the eyes, the skin, and if it's ingested, it can cause a lot of problems with the throat and the esophagus. Ingredients to look for include chlorine bleach, which I 
absolutely hate my husband's like still a huge fan of chlorine bleach nothing cleans better and I'm like yeah but it makes me sick and it burns my lungs ammonia which is still a horrible thing to be cleaning with um which produces anything that has fumes that are highly irritating can trigger things such as asthma attacks so really pay close attention to those things cleaning products unlike Food, beverages, cosmetic, and other personal care products are not required by the federal law to carry a list of ingredients. For years, companies have claimed that providing a full list of ingredients will only go against their rights to keep their formula preserved and private. And just 7% of cleaning products on the market actually disclose their content. That is really scary. That's a very small percentage. This means that manufacturers have no reason to avoid hazardous chemicals that happen in those cleaning products, and they can trigger, again, asthma attacks, skin rashes, and also linked to cancer. This Consumer Product Safety Commission, the federal agency charged with protecting consumers from thousands of types of consumer products, has only about 500 employees nationwide. That means that there's a lot of dangerous products out there that slip through the cracks, And there are many, many, many recalls that happen because people have had adverse reactions to these products. Every day, your body is going to be fighting against a myriad of toxins that you're exposed to, whether they are environmental or the foods that we are ingesting or whatever may be. And manufacturers argue that a small amount of those toxic ingredients in household cleaners aren't likely to be an issue, such as taking a dip in a pool that is treated with chlorine. But again, regular exposure to these things and a combination of other chemicals have not necessarily been studied. So there's no way to gauge the risks that are actually involved in this whole process. Again, if you are exposing yourself to maybe that chlorinated pool and then all of the toxins that are from the carbon emissions in the air, and then you're putting hairspray on your hair and you're cooking on toxic cookware and then you are cleaning your house with toxic chemicals, it's an overload on your body. My husband always jokes because when he does spray things that are just like bleach and other things that make me feel very nauseous, he's like, you live such a clean life that maybe you need to have a little bit more toxins in your life. And I'm like, I don't necessarily think that. I think you need to reduce the amount of toxins so that you can understand that these things are really, really not that great for you. Like gasoline, the smell of gasoline should make me feel nauseous. The smell of chlorine should make me feel nauseous. The smell of bleach should make me feel nauseous. All of these things should have that adverse reaction because they're not good for me. My body needs to respond and warn me that it's not good for me. What we do know is that the chronic exposure of toxin, fumes, and chemicals add to what is known as the body's toxic burden or body burden. This refers to the total accumulation of toxins in your body, specifically the number of chemicals stored in the tissues at any given time. When your system is exposed to too many heavy metals, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, or other toxins, it becomes fatigued and loses its ability to flush them out. This leads to illness such as heart disease, cancer, autoimmune disorders, neurological diseases, fibromyalgia, hormone imbalances, infertility, And these are just some of the small things that I'm naming. Found in many household products such as air fresheners, dish soap, and even toilet paper, ferrofens, 
are chemicals that are used to extend the aromatic strength in scented products. Phosphates are known to disrupt hormonal secretion and can cause infertility. Although exposure mainly occurs through inhalation, it can also be absorbed through the skin through scented soap products as well. This is very problematic because the skin, unlike the digestive system, has no safeguards against toxins, so absorbed chemicals go straight to the organs. Tricycline, which is also found in many liquid dishwashing detergents and hand soaps labeled antibacterial, these chemicals work as an agent that can be promote the growth of drug-resistant bacteria, and it can also disrupt hormone function and be very carcinogenic. More than that, other studies have found that the rivers and the streams have dangerous concentrations of this, which is toxic to algae and a major disruptor to the whole ecosystem. To avoid these items, use simple detergents and hand soaps with short ingredients lists and choose alcohol-based um, hand sanitizers. So I actually make a lot of hand sanitizers um, with alcohol and a little bit of um, essential oils, and it works really, really well. It's a spray one. It just simply spray on to your hands. It works fabulously. Your ocean breeze or cotton scented lodging detergents might smell great, but it can be extremely dangerous to your overall health. And I warn this to a lot of my ladies out there for hormonal health. One of the ingredients on these things that are considered fragrances Chances are the products that are a cocktail of non-chemicals and are more toxic than they are actually good for you. Studies have found that one-third of all the scented detergents contain at least one chemical flag by the EPA as potentially cancer-causing. On average, toxic laundry detergent products emit 17 toxins that go unlisted on the label, which causes problems ranging from skin irritation to neurological damage. It can also, a lot of these fragrance things have, again, zetoestrogen. So these are things that mimic estrogen in the body. You do not want to have any of these fragrant things on you or you're utilizing it in your clothes or whatever it may be or inhaling them because they're going to cause that hormone disruption. And if you already have a lot of estrogen in your body, you're now causing even more, which can cause things like um, endometriosis, PCOS. It can cause other things such as... Um, also having uterine cancer. So be very, very cautious about these things. Think about it. If you are using your detergent, not just to wash everything you wear, but you wash the fabrics that you breathe for hours every single night, you're using detergent, fabric softeners, bleacher things, brighteners, or other masking agents, chances are there's something toxic that is lurking in one of those bottles. These chemicals is another type of antimicrobial, which poses the same problem as the triosline helped to breed antibiotic bacterial resistance. Furthermore, it's a skin irritant in one in 10 year study of constant dermatitis found that QUATS to be one of the leading causes. Quats also found in fabric softeners is um, one of the household cleaners labeled as antibacterial. So if you have sensitive skin or you're prone to skin irritation, make sure that you're being very aware of this whole products, which is, again, the acronym is Q-U-A-T-S. So another thing that you need to know is, um, and this is kind of hard, some of these are kind of hard to say, but the key ingredient in window cleaner, kitchen and multi-purpose cleaner is 2 butyl um, thiol 
butoxaline, oh, I can't even say it right, causes extreme irritation when inhaled and is really not that great for you to have overall. Again, the EPA website, this high levels of this product in mild cases can cause sore throats. Over time, it can contribute to um, things like edema, severe liver and kidney damage. Unfortunately, the law does not require this to be listed on product labels, so it's best to use DIY products from natural ingredients or do some research about the type of products that you do buy. Ammonia, which everyone has heard of in many cleaning products, this promises a streak-free shine. Ammonia is likely the main ingredient. Unfortunately, ammonia is a powerful irritant and it can affect you right away. The smell itself is very harsh and very pungent. People who are most susceptible to the dangers of ammonia are people with lung and breathing problems as well as elderly. Because it's so hard to avoid breathing and ammonia during use, people who get a lot of ammonia exposure like housekeepers often develop chronic bronchitis and asthma. And as an important side note, ammonia can be cause a lot of poisonous gas if it's mixed with bleach. So please, 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 please avoid those things. Chlorine. This chemical is so common in our daily lives and excessive exposure to chlorine can cause chronic disease over time. When you clean with it, you breathe it in and you possibly absorb it through your skin. Chlorine is also in the city water to clean it of bacteria. Excess exposure can lead to a toxic burden, so it's best to avoid it when possible. Make sure that you get a really great filter that can filter out a lot of these things that are actually in the water too. Sodium um, hydroxide, otherwise known as lye, sodium hydroxide is extremely abrasive. It's often used in cleaners and drain cleaners because it does such a great job at destroying everything that gets in its way. Its powerful ability to clean away grime also makes it extremely dangerous. And if it touches your skin and your eyes, it can cause severe burns. And inhaling it, healing this can cause sore throat and it lasts for days. So anything that can cause burns, whether it's in your skin or internally in your lungs, please avoid. I mean, common sense. Please avoid. In addition to affecting your personal health of you and your loved ones, using these toxic products can also threaten the water quality and the wildlife that can disappear along down the drain like everything else that you're pushing down the drain. Many of these chemicals we've discussed are not really biodegradable in soil and water, and so they hang around as a pollutant. The present harms wildlife, but also eventually makes its way back to us. The water that we pollute will eventually be consumed by us, or at least by the plants and animals that we consume. So phosphates, a water softening mineral that is added to help with things like, um, and it's also widely used in laundry detergents and other cleaners, can act as a fertilizer, spawning the overgrowth of algae. This abundance of this aquatic plant life sucks away the oxygen supply in the water, which starts to kill off a lot of the fish and other organisms. I know a few years ago, we had a situation where the algae was like overload in one of the local metro parks in um, the metro Detroit area. And it was a lot of dead fish. And I remember kayaking out there and it was just dead fish all over the place because of this algae issue. Um, and the heat was causing a lot of these problems um, where the algae was increasing. So again, by putting these things, these phosphates, um, and having them in a lot of your cleaners that you have around the house, it gets into the water, it causes this algae, 
to go in overabundance, which sucks up all the oxygen, kills all the fish, and ends up disrupting the whole entire ecosystem. So many states have banned the use of phosphates and laundry detergents, but they are still widely used as aromatic dishwashing detergents. And just because it's in a green bottle or a cardboard box or has some natural theme design to it with flowers and daisies and butterflies does not mean that it is necessarily non-toxic. Terms such as natural and eco-friendly should not equate to safety unless they are backed by scientific um, specific ingredients informing that it is solvent-free, not, not petroleum-based, and no phosphates. The term non-toxic has no official definition, so unless a third party has verified this claim, do not take this for face value. Marketers known, K-N-O-W, that begin environmental-friendly on this trend, so they design their own products to make it seem like they are eco-friendly as well. For example, many aerosol sprays can be labeled as no CFCs, um, which this is a thing that depletes the ozone layer, leading consumers to believe that they're buying a more eco-friendly product. In reality, CFCs have been banned from aerosols since 1978, which makes this label pretty much meaningless, using purely for a marketing ploy, and it's called greenwashing or green marketing. The best thing that you can do is to really start to get rid of a lot of the products that you have already, use them less often, find fewer multi-purpose products that work really, really well, and use the remainder that you have very, very sparingly. Even better, dispose of all the products out of your household. Start creating your own um, with a lot of DIY options. Some cities have special facilities that will actually collect a lot of these toxic things from your household and get rid of them for you so you don't have to worry about throwing them in the trash or don't. Whatever you do, do not pour them down the drain because, again, it goes into your water system. When you're replacing your products, make sure you buy from companies that you trust and do your research. Find out their mission statements does not include something about the environment, so making sure that it's very environmentally friendly. Does it refuse to test on animals? If so, there's a sign that a company is pretty ethical and confident that their products won't cause you or your loved ones any harm. You can also go to farmer's markets and talk to some of the people who are making these products. I make um, a deodorant that is toxic-free. My friend makes laundry soap that is toxic-free. I buy soap from people at farmer's markets because I know that they're not full of toxins. They're made of natural ingredients. So these are really great ways that you can be able to incorporate these things into your household. Another option is if you have the time and you like to do some handy, crafty things, is to make your own cleaning products. Natural ingredients such as baking soda, vinegar, lemon juice, and vodka are likely already in your pantry and can double as a household cleaner and are very natural. So I hope that you found a lot of this very, very useful. I definitely um, think that this is not just a, a new trend that's becoming like fun to make because of Pinterest and you can find all these things on DIY stuff, but it's really smart for you to make this shift over to more natural products for your health, for the health of your family, for the environment, and for all of the plants and animals that are out there. So the whole ecosystem will really, really benefit by you getting rid of a lot of these toxic things that are in your household that you're utilizing. And then the less that we start to purchase these things, the companies that we're purchasing these products from are not going to produce them as much because at the end of the day, 
We're tapping into the revenue streams. And so they're going to start to make some products that are a little bit better for you. Um, again, don't be misled by the labels on the outside just because something says that it's uh, natural. Like I know Myers Soap has recently been bought out by um, another brand. So it's not necessarily as good. I think it's Myers or, no, sorry, Method. Target brand. It's not necessarily as good as um, people claim that it is. It's not natural. It is just Target trying to put on a ploy to get you to buy this product, which they claim to be a little bit healthier for you. And it really, really isn't. So um, before we close, I do want to let you know, because people have been waiting for this episode for quite a while. And next week, I am going to be interviewing my good friend, Anna Sophia, who we went to Health Coach Institute together. She is a cannabis coach. And so she is going to talk about all the amazing things that CBD does, the benefits of them, the different types of CBD oil. People have been asking me these questions for quite a while. And then following that, I'm going to do a little bit deeper dive on a topic like I did today with the toxic-free lifestyle. I'm going to do a deeper dive into CBD oil. So the next two episodes, you're going to hear from her her recommendations, um, how she got into this field, some of the benefits of them, um, the differences between full spectrum and isolate and is THC versus non-THC and hemp oil and CBD oil and all of those things and all the questions that have people been asking me. She's going to answer all of those. And then following that episode, I'm going to do another one with a little bit more in-depth stuff from the stuff that I've researched since interviewing her. Um, about CBD oil. So you'll have two episodes back to back that will do deep dives into what is CBD oil and if it's good for you. So I hope you tune into those. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. And if you are excited to learn about CBD oil, please tune in next week and tell your friends about it because it's going to be very informational. Again, the next two weeks will be super informational. You do not want to miss out on that. So I'm looking forward to seeing you all again next week. And on top of that, enjoy your holiday weekend. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning into Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.